is up, everybody? It is your boy, Keith Cork, and I am here to bring you the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. And I'm solo, so let's hit it, man. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, three games, uh, three game playoff slate for Friday, kicking off your weekend. And also, Ramiz could not join because he's uh, dealing with an emergency, so, uh, you know, everything out, all the thoughts and everything out to uh, Ramiz. Hopefully, everything's okay, man. Uh, but uh, you'll hopefully rejoin me for the next one. But uh, I'm going to hold it down because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm rolling a little bit here in, in DFS, not winning the big ones yet, but uh, keeping myself in the game here and hopefully going to be winning that big one soon. So uh, let's see. First game we got here on the slate here is the Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks. Of course, Boston uh, up 2-0 in that series. So uh, not looking good for the Hawks. It's a, kind of a do-or-die situation for the Hawks. Always kind of good to look at those guys, though, because um, – you know, we do see when kind of like when, when, a, when an animal's you know cornered uh, in the corner and uh, you know facing the end of the uh, end of the line there, uh, they, they lash out and they have uh, power beyond what you think they may need to have. I know I'm speaking kind of riddles here, but uh, looking for a big game here from the Hawks. Let's just put it that way. I'll put it back in sports terms for you guys. Uh, Boston is favored by five points in this one, two twenty-eight game total. I think it's it is actually the highest game total on the slate so far. Obviously, we're recording the night before, so these numbers could change. Um, but we do have uh, Jason Tatum at 9,900. Definitely have a lot of interest in him. Even though I do think the uh, Hawks keep the you know come out swinging, keep this close. I mean, all that means is that you're going to get a full allotment of minutes uh, from Tatum. From Tatum. So why would you not take that at under 10,000? Price is just too cheap. I mean, uh, everyone's price at the at the top tier has kind of come down a little bit. Playoffs, you know, things are kind of Slow down a little bit, a little bit more magnified. Each position means a little bit more. So not too surprising that these prices have come down, but uh, some of them come down just too much. So 9900 there for uh, Jason Tatum. I'm all over that. I think you can also play, you know, Jalen Brown at uh, 8300 as well. I think that's a very good, a very solid price tag for Jalen Brown, a guy that's constantly slept on and overlooked just because he happens to be 1B to Jason Tatum. Uh, I am playing Tatum on FanDuel because FanDuel pricing is just outrageous and, and tough to, to deal with. But um, but Jalen Brown is, is a good price. He's 80... 9200 sorry, 9200 That's a good price on FanDuel. Trust me, the, the pricing over there is a lot more difficult. Uh, so I do think you know, the two top dogs in Boston, I'm not getting super contrarian there. I think th those are both good calls. Uh, I think the Role players here struggle a little bit on the road. Uh, Atlanta is going to be uh, – I, I like the Atlanta role players. They're going to be home, backs against the wall, need big performances. Someone's going to step up. That's kind of my game scripting for this one here. So on the Atlanta side, I do like uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich again, 5,100. I've been on this guy for the last one. I uh, still think his offensive creation is just absolutely going to be important. Uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, there's just no way they're going to win uh, outside of, you know, leaning into shooting the ball more and having more offense. So I think he's a very solid play there. Absolutely. Um, I'm also looking at some other role players here. I've got John Collins at 4,400. You know, it's been, it's been a disappointing series for John Collins so far, no doubt about it. Uh, not a guy that's had a huge role in the regular season. But 
one thing you can you know kind of set your clock to is that a team that's down 2-0 is going to do things a little bit differently. I'm not saying John Collins is going to suddenly get 100 shots or something. That's just that's not that's ridiculous. It's not going to happen. But at the same time, um maybe he is a little bit more active on the offensive end. Maybe he does get a few more touches. Maybe they design a few more things for him to get, you know, to get open on the opposite side of a shot so he gets like a few more offensive rebounds. I don't think that's out of the question. I think that's that's something that could happen. And uh, we've seen big games from him before. I think he's a very talented player. Not a Quinn Snyder type of player, so that's going against him. And not a great fit on this team. Just doesn't have a lot of usage uh, next to a Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. So, but 4400 I think, is a very fair price. That, that price guy just has dropped to the point where I have to consider him. Onyeka Kongo at 4100 is another guy. Uh, seemed to play more minutes than Clint Capella in the last one. I think he's uh, most assuredly the guy that's next up when Clint Capella eventually leaves this team. And, hey, you're, you're game three, uh, nothing to lose. I, I don't think you it's out of the question to say throw caution to the wind and play Onyeka Kongo more and see just how he does, just for future reference. You have that, those data points for future, for when he is eventually your starting center. I don't think it's out of the question either. So I do like Inyaka Kangu. The last guy I'm going to add here on the Hawk side is Sadiq Bey. Sadiq Bey, uh, 4,000. I mean, this is a guy that uh, you know, it's going to be a running theme of guys that I'm suggesting, but uh, guys that are able to absolutely pop off uh, haven't necessarily done it recently, but they have that uh, ability to do so. So Shadiq Bey is that guy, obviously. Um, you know, the minutes have been down a little bit in the series so far. But as I just said, when things are, you know, backs against the wall, down 2-0, you tend to do reach and try to do things that you haven't done before. That is a very human response. Hey, you know what? Whatever I'm doing right now is not working. Let me try to change it up a little bit and see what else I can do. So Sadiq Bey may get a few more minutes, a few more shots. Maybe he plays 25 to 30 minutes. And if so, 4,000, yeah, you're not going to find too many 4,000 under. They're going to get that many minutes and pretty much guaranteed going to get that many shot attempts. He's going to take a lot of shot attempts. He's going to be in there for a specific purpose. I mean, come on, guys. What's he doing on that team? Uh, he's shooting the basketball. So moving on. And if you do like these calls, uh, please do uh, get the DFS pass at sportsethos.com. Sportsethos.com, get the DFS pass, get the Ethos 360 pass. That gets you everything, the wager pass, fantasy pass, and the DFS pass. Don't think there's going to be a live show tomorrow. I do have a uh, prior engagement. I do apologize about that. Something did pop up. But uh, you guys should tune into those when they happen as well on YouTube. Sports Ethos, uh, the channel on YouTube. All right, uh, next game here is the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks. New York Knicks are favored by two points with a game total of 211.5. By far the lowest game total on the slate. And uh, for good reason, the, Cle the Cavs and Knicks just played what was that, Wednesday Wednesday night, right? Around 8, I think, or I think it was at 8, 8 o'clock start time. It was a later start time. And now they're expected to turn around and play again with a 7.30 uh, start time here on Friday. Uh, it's a little bit, just a little bit, uh, I think they're going to be tired here. I think, you know, it's, uh, the, the game total is trending down. I think it opened around 213.5, 214. 
So uh, this isn't an attractive. I wouldn't go with role players here. This is not attract. This is not an attractive uh, game. I do have a few targets here on the Cleveland side. I do have Jared Allen at sixty seven hundred. Uh, I just think this is you know if there's going to be more rebounds going around. Again, just a good series for Jared Allen. He's been killing it this series. I've been suggesting him. Hope you've been playing him. He's been around this price tag. Uh, 6,600, 6,500, 6,700. 38.5, 37.5 in the first two games. Nothing crazy going on either. I mean, he barely missed a double-double in that last game and ended up with 37.5. If he would have hit that double-double, we were talking, you know, 41 or so, 42, 43 DK points, something somewhere in that range. I mean, yeah, for 6,700 on this slate, yeah, I think uh, I think you absolutely have to at least consider it. Um, the other guy I'm looking at in Cleveland is Danny Green, 3,300. Uh, just crazy to me that this guy was a forgotten man, kind of, and now he's a major contributor at this point for the Cavaliers. Getting minutes, getting getting good minutes. Um, let's see, first two games, oh my gosh, twenty. I believe 20-plus minutes in, in the first two games. Sorry, I just lost it. There it is. 25 minutes and uh, – no, I'm sorry, 20 minutes. It was only 20 minutes in the last game. He did not play in the first game. I apologize. So he did not play the first game. But 20 minutes in the last game, and I think it was a great move by Bickerstaff and, and Co., you know. They need shooting in there. Um, Absolutely needed shooting in there. Needed somebody to space the floor. Needed somebody that still provides length and defense. I mean, Danny Green has just been a very solid player for a very long time. You know, the Spurs, obviously, those years. I mean, he, he's just been such a stud. Uh, and the ability to contribute across the board. I mean, three-pointers, block steals, rebounds. You're not going to get a, a huge game from him. But, you know, if he's going to get 20 minutes or so again, he absolutely, absolutely could hit, you know, 20 or so DK points at 3,300. I think he's got to be on your radar for a GPP, absolutely. On the other side of the ball, I am looking at a couple of role players. I know don't play. I said don't play the role players, but these guys are sticking out to me as guys that are going to go under-owned and underappreciated. I think first and foremost, you got to talk about Josh Hart, 5,300. Uh, I mean, didn't have a great game in the last one, but for me, he's a basically a lock on the slate. He's going to get guaranteed near 30 minutes. He got 33 in the first game. That last game... Uh, kind of got taken out, but he had 27 minutes. Um, didn't have the best game ever, obviously. Just five points, four rebounds, a steal, turnover. Uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury, but you know, a little bit more rest time here. Uh, I'm hoping he returns that 30 plus minute role and gets a little bit more active on the offensive side and on the on the boards, where he's a very a very very good rebounding guard. Perhaps, definitely one of the best rebounding guards in the league. And this is a game where, again, I think we're projecting a, little, a few more rebounds that be had. A little bit of a dirty, grinded-out game. I mean, that, this whole series is going to be that way. So these are the guys I'm going with. So Josh Hart's the guy I'm, I'm looking at the most on the Knicks. Another guy I would consider, absolutely consider, uh, that's going to go overlooked and under-owned is Emmanuel Quickly at 4,900. Um, you know, kind of a, a, a rough, I don't know, I guess a rough series. Let me just take a look here. It's a good price for a guy. Again, uh, another guy that's got a high, high ceiling and a pretty low floor. But 
a very rough series, actually. Uh, you know, just kind of look at this. 24 minutes and 23 minutes the first two games. Three points in that first game and then 12 points in that last game. But minutes have been cut there. The Knicks just lost when they're going back home. If you're talking about role players, I always like to play the home role players more so than the away home play, uh, role players. I think that's a pretty pretty standard thing. Um, expecting a few more assists from him than he's been getting. You know, more a little bit more usage. I hope it's a tough defense, Cleveland. So I'm not like bananas about to play, but I do think he's going to go under own. He's got that upside of. I mean, all he needs for him to hit thirty to to really you know cash in on this price tag of forty nine hundred, but he could hit fifty. No doubt about it. So a very a very attractive GPP play. Uh, all right, last game here: Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And Denver is favored uh, by two point five points with a two twenty three game total. Um, gosh, what are, what are the what are the Wolves going to do? <laughs> The Wolves have to change up something. I don't I, – I mean, I looked at this. I tried to think about what are the Wolves going to change about what they've been doing and what they're going to do going forward. And I just I just don't know. They have a lot of options. I'm sorry, Wolves fans. I just don't think – I don't think you have any really path to, to change the trajectory of this series. I think it's going to be either a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. I mean, hope you prove me wrong. I mean, I hope it's a more interesting matchup. I don't really have a whole lot of uh, stake in that game, but – all right, on the Minnesota side, let's talk about those Timberwolves. I do like Anthony Edwards still at 8,500. Um, just feel like he's going to be relied on. And, and it's just, you know, I think that's their only path to victory is play through Anthony Edwards. For, for whatever reason, Carlton Towns is just kind of floating on the three-point line. Doesn't look super engaged on offense. I mean, hopefully that changes. Maybe that is what they change to kind of get back into this. But I'm not hopeful. It's not... A situation where I'm like, I just don't see. I don't see that. I don't see if they're gonna play Gobert. I just don't see the spacing there. I mean, it's been that problem all year, right? It's the same reason that we all said, why did they go and trade for Rudy Gobert? So tough one for the Wolves. Um, but I do like Anthony Edwards. I think he can absolutely go off in this matchup here. Uh, Mike Conley at 5500. I think that's a a, a slept down price tag. I, I don't think. I think he's worth more than that. Absolutely. Um, doesn't really have those ceiling games as much anymore. But, you know, you could definitely look for a good 30, you know, 30 DK points from him. And hit your 5x value and, and be happy. Um, good guy to slip in there at the end, I think. Uh, and I, and the last guy I had out here, and this is a guy I've been fading for the last couple of games, or last game at least, after he had a, I think he had a big first game, if I remember correctly. Let me see here. No, actually, he didn't know. Yeah, I've been fading him uh, both games in the series, um, and people have been playing him because of the minutes. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker at 3,900. Uh, a little bit of a price decrease, and just, just you know, again, guys 4K and under that are going to get the opportunity. He's been playing for Jaden McDaniels, and, like, that would be the first guy you would think, okay, well, that's not working out, obviously, so let's go see, you know, that that's where they're going to change things up, obviously. But I just don't think they have any other options, man. I really don't. I think it's going to be Nikhil Alexander-Walker playing 25-plus minutes again. And he's 3,900 and obviously monster ceiling compared to that price tag. Don't love the floor. The floor could absolutely fall off from under you, but GPP, absolutely go grab it. 
Uh, on the other side, uh, Jamal Murray, 8,000. I think he, a lot of people are going to own him probably after that big explosion in the last one. I did have him. I won some money off of him. Um, you know, people aren't going to be sleeping anymore, but that price tag still hasn't come up yet. So it's a good play. Even if he's going to be highly owned, it's a good play. So I'll definitely lock him in. Uh, Aaron Gordon, A.A. Ron, 5,900 is the other guy I'm looking at on Denver. Uh, and for the same reasons as Jamal Murray. I'm not, not going to sugarcoat it. It's just the price tag isn't where it's supposed to be compared to you know his usage compared to other guys and other teams' usage. I'm leaning towards the Denver Nuggets winning this one. So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, Aaron Gordon, and that'll be fine. All right, Thrive Fantasy, if you aren't thriving, go to thrivefantasy.com, enter promo code ETHOS, get your first deposit matched up to 250 bucks, and you're going to win some money with us. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Tatum over to 40.5 points and rebounds. That's 110 points against the, the Atlanta Hawks. If this is going to be close, uh, you're getting full Tatum. And there's a very good chance he goes over. There's a very good chance he scores, you know, 34 points, right? 36 points, somewhere, you know, 38 points, somewhere in that range. And he's going to grab 8, 9, 10 rebounds. So just think it's a good, good spot for him there. Um, Jalen Brown over 8.5 rebounds, assists, 85 points. Same thing there. I, you know, if we're projecting this to be a close game, you're going to get the full minutes. The over is always a good, good call there. Um, some other ones I'm looking at here, um, Anthony Edwards over, over 9.5 rebounds and assists. He was passing the rock with, uh, really well last game. And I think, you know, with the attention, he's going to draw with his offensive ability. I think we can look at that again. So I want to go there. I want to see if he can get five or six assists. Um, and, you know, he's definitely going to get that. You get the rebounds there. So, let me see. Anthony Edwards, in that last game, he had four assists. He had five assists in the first game. Only two rebounds in, in those first two games, but um, rebounds are kind of a weird. Like, this variance there, like, I mean, if you look at his game logs before that, you know, 8, 13, 5, 5, 5, 4. Yeah, I think that's why they're offering the plus odds here. And uh, I'm taking it, so. I think he's going to grab definitely more boards than that. I'm actually going to look at his rebounds prop after we drop here and think about it. Okay. Uh, anything else I'm looking at here? Um, not really. <laughs> no. Uh, I do think Jamal Murray uh, over 24.5 points at 110 is a good good little look there. I think uh, we, you've seen what Jamal Murray does in the playoffs. It's just at this point in time, we can't say it's an anomaly. It's consistently... I think I saw a graphic he scored like six or six to eight points or something like that over his regular season total this season, uh, regular season compared to playoffs. And made for this moment, hashtag made for this moment. I mean, that's obviously overblown. Um, I don't know if he's like, I, 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 I don't know if there's a science behind it. But it's hard to, the data set's hard to ignore at this point. So I'm going to go over there. That's it. Those are my Thrive plays for you guys and my DraftKings plays for you as well for the Friday three-game playoff slate. Please do follow me on Twitter. I am Keith, uh, BSBP Keith on Twitter, BSBP Keith. Uh, please do like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. And hey guys, until next time, go get that money.